0: Hi guys welcome back to the dive where we dive into real life issues concerning the youth and many other situations we go through but no one really talks about so today i have a special guest here with me and we are here to talk about a very important topic but before i introduce the topic let's introduce the guest. so we have
1: <laughs> yeah thank you thank you nadia so my name is iran latte yes i am a pastor by calling and also a solar engineer by profession. And over the years I've been with people, developing people, talking to people. Um, I have interest in encouraging people to strengthen their faith in God and also encourage them in their basic lives, you know, be it academic, be it financial, be it um, any form of emotional trauma that they're going through. Yeah. So that's just little about
0: me that's a powerful little (laughs) about you yeah
1: thank you okay so
0: today we are um diving into the issue of um spirituality and our personal life where we feel like our spirituality and certain aspects of our life are not really matching. Maybe you feel like you're giving God your all, but it's, it's not manifesting in your financial life, or you're giving God your all, and it's not manifesting in your academic life, your business life. So we want to talk about the correlation between certain aspects of our life and our spiritual life, and we've chosen this wonderful man of God to help us dive into this issue. <laughs> so before we start with our questions, he's just going to give us a summary of his story,
1: yes yeah, so yeah thank you very much i actually feel very honored you know and <laughs> very flattered yeah so um a brief summary of my campus life you know uh, being a campus president back in 2017 2018 yes having handled future um, bible church students international so um that time you know being in a a campus environment you know the steady life you have to mingle with people you have to you know talk to people it was it was a whole new experience for me you know personally my academic life wasn't too well like at the beginning not how i would have wanted you Mm -hmm. know and things didn't go well but along the way i picked up i learned a few things i got into contact with some one or two people and you know, I, I graduated, yes. That's okay. the best I can but, say. Yeah. I graduated, yeah. Okay. Thank you.
0: So before I dive into the question, so um Pastor Aaron was very influential on campus. Let me just start with that. Very, very influential. Actually, he was, he, actually, me, even not, Pastor Aaron, <laughs> I really don't know where my spiritual life will be right now. So yes, he was oh. very, very influential on campus. So um, we chose him because I think he's actually, he also helped me concerning this topic. So let's just delve right into the questions. So could you give us a vivid picture of how you initially felt when it came to the link between what you were doing for God and your academic journey. Did you ever feel frustrated with God because things weren't adding up in your academic life?
1: Yes, I was very, very frustrated. I would not lie to you. Very, very frustrated. Especially my first year, I was very frustrated. I was actually angry at God, Mm. you know, because I was praying and everybody could see that this guy, you know, he has this kind of grace to pray. And Mm -hmm. like that enthusiasm and that strength and that zeal was there. But... After my first semester exams, I looked and I was like, ah, God, like, why? What happened? You know, (laughs) I thought that like, since it was getting to Christmas, you'll be sharing some A's, but (laughs) unfortunately I had no A and I saw an F, you know, so I was really disappointed. So I felt like God had, you know, left me and Uh it was a whole new experience for me. Here I was a very spiritual person, someone who really loved to pray, loved to go to church, but my academics just didn't reflect Mm. You know, and it was so difficult because I noticed that I had the strength to go to church and all that, but the strength to sit down to study was the problem. You get it? And yeah. that was the missing link. The missing link was that I needed to balance my life, I needed to balance the prayer life, I needed to balance the study life, you yeah. know, and that was the link. But once I found that I was able to bridge the gap it was okay
0: okay. so but how did you deal with this frustration with god so for someone out there who is frustrated at god what would you what's one thing you would tell the person
1: okay so i i can understand your frustration you Mm. know because having been there myself i know how it feels you may be frustrated all right but i can say that you need to sometimes open up to the right people you know there are people that are willing to coach you that are willing to guide you through the process you get it yeah i had one person you know pastor ramsford i would say thank you to him wherever he is you know you are looking up to me
0: and you are <laughs> saying i was
1: influential but i also had someone yeah. he was just there for me he spoke to me at a point i wanted to change my course i wanted to start a whole new year altogether but he encouraged me he was like i can do it so i want to encourage someone open up to someone someone who can understand you and be willing to help you through that process
0: amen so it's funny you said that because it brings me to my next question okay. at that stage of your life at that particular point was it easy did were you easily opening up was it easy to open up to people or you were hiding at the initial? stage? was it easy to tell people about what you were going through at that, no, it at that point
1: it wasn't easy <laughs> it wasn't easy at all yeah open up to people that you don't know i eventually mm. knew nobody back on campus you know i was a new person i just joined the church so i didn't know anybody so it was very difficult but one of the things i noticed was people had genuine interest in me Mm. you know you have to identify people who genuinely care about you there are people who care about you because they want to use you they want to take advantage of what they can get from you but there are people who want to show interest because they want you to do well you get it and because i noticed that Pastor Ransford just wanted me to do well. I decided to open up open to him. Up, and yeah. it was it was great. So you have to note those who want to just be genuinely involved in your life. You know, not just about what they will get from you, not just about the fact that you are from a rich home. So once they are closed, they can get some foodstuffs yeah. or they can get some money to go and buy some gobe or something. <laughs> you know, but yeah. just because they show interest in your life, those are the people that you can you open, open up open to. Up
0: That's powerful. Um my next question is, would you say people's opinions had an effect on you and to what extent?
1: Okay, I believe that um people's opinions definitely have an effect, but the question is to what extent mm-hmm. okay, and I did not have you know my standard built on a lot of people's opinions. I was not living on the fact that. A thousand people were telling me, okay, so join study groups or do this. You know, I, I channeled my standards to a few people, people that I could trust, you know. So I believe that it has an effect, mm-hmm. okay, but because the people were rightly selected, you know, the, the the channel and the kind of impact I had and the extent it had on me was well defined. It was not ambiguous it was not just anybody who could just speak into my life but i made sure i tailored it to the people that could really understand what i was going through yeah
0: okay so but being in a position of influence like you were how did that how did that put pressure on you or how did that affect you mentally because i mean you had a lot of people looking up to you and all that so i mean (laughs) how did how did all that play in your journey yes
1: it's it's quite an experience, you know. I would like to go back and live that experience. <laughs> I would really like to go back. It was very challenging because um, here you are, you are a pastor, you are ministering to about 120 people. There's some of them who are looking up to you. Some of them who actually thought that I was having a first class, you know. I was like, everything was okay. But me, <laughs> if they had really known and seen what I was going through and the kind of grace I was having, some of them would have been like, hey, awesome. And you are still preaching to us, you know. I find strength in the fact that I'm wounded, Mm. but if there are also wounded men around me, I don't need to keep being wounded. I need to draw strength for the people that are looking up to me, you know, and that is what kept on encouraging me because people equally had problems. I had a lot of people. I actually had one person, you know, she kept on thanking me even after graduation. She was like, Thank you, Pastor she was at the verge of committing suicide because she just wanted to give up you know and the question is what if i gave up first i don't think she would have also succeeded
0: yes that's that's very powerful god bless you god bless you too okay so um next question is did you see a change in your academics and okay obviously you did see it okay yeah so and at what point was this what would you say you started doing differently to see this change
1: Okay, so, unfortunately, my change came at the last hour, you know, (laughs) which was quite sad for me. I wanted to see a change right from first year. Mm. I did not see that change. I didn't see the change. I kept on praying and doing all the things I had heard, Mm. but I saw my change at the very last hour. That was my final year, you know, and I noticed that there was something I left out. I had a lot of good guys in my class i had a a lot of guys who were intelligent you know who had knowledge about what we were studying i barely connected with them you get it and Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that when i started doing it helped me because i had a few friends i had one called jeremiah i remember i went to jeremiah's room i actually sat down with him i told him i said my brother i know you're good (laughs) and i'm not as good as you are but i need to be as good as you are and i sat down with him We're learning together we started vibing we got close and that was the beginning of my breakthrough by my final year i had seen many A's that i didn't see for three years you know and i thought i thought it was a miracle meanwhile it was not so much of a miracle but it was the efforts and the inputs
0: yeah, mm. and I think um, one important, like one important thing that you said, I want to lay emphasis on was that you said, you know, initially you were praying all the prayers and everything. But I want to emphasize on the fact that the Bible says that um, lack of knowledge, my people perish. Right. So, in as much as you are praying and everything, you also have to be, you know, um, know what you are praying for and and apply, do what you have to do to get the results that yeah. that you are seeking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's so, true. That's true. So the next question is, um, what's, what effects would you say sharing your story has had on people? The power of a testimony.
1: Yeah, my story. <laughs> my story. My story has really brought me here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, first of all, my story has brought me here. If not for my story, I don't think I'll be here. <laughs> you know, I don't think I'll be here. I want to say that my story has been one that I would be willing to share every single day of my life. You know, I would never throw the opportunity to share my story. My story is so much of an encouragement to somebody, somebody who feels that he will not graduate. This yeah. is my story for you. I came to that point. I was literally calculating. You know, you know, in Kenya, see, there, there is this badge that graduates after the mass graduation. Yeah. I was actually calculating when that will come for me, to, because in my mind, I had done the mass, and I knew that there's yeah. no way i'm graduating with the math it. Oh. You know? and it was so it was so serious you know and i have people that also came to me with similar issues so i believe that my story has just been an inspiring one to yeah. people That's
0: and, just been an inspiring and would you encourage anyone out there who has gone through some experience but not willing to share i mean would you encourage them to share you know some of these things that they've been through
1: Yes, I would encourage them to share. I believe that um, this platform is a very good platform. You know, there are people like you, you know, with what you are doing. I believe that it's a very great platform. You are definitely going to open up to a lot of people. People are going to share their stories. And I believe that if you have any form of challenge pertaining to what we are discussing, this is one of the best platforms for you to open up, talk to people, if not to get people that are genuinely interested in you, you know, so that you can talk to them find solutions and get better at your academics or your financial or your emotional life
0: all right thank you
1: thank you too
0: so um so in the, we are we are about ending, okay. Because <laughs> you've basically answered the next question, which is, would you advise people going through the same thing to be open about it? But the question is, how? How would you exp- how would you advise them? Because you know they are different. Um, someone might like you. You've owned your story. You don't mind sharing it. Someone is, you know, the best particular. What if she's judged? What if this? What if that? How would you advise people to own their stories and you know help others with their testimonies?
1: Okay, so owning your story, <laughs> you know, there is something I learned recently that I feel is, is good to share at this platform. Um, I was reading about the laws of growth, you know, and I noticed that John C. Maxwell spoke about the fact that you have people that talk about experience, mm-hmm. okay, and people who share their experiences, they share what they've been through, you know, and we've even quoted this saying that experience is the best teacher. You get it this is a statement that has been over the, the world for about more than 2,000 years. So this statement has been all over, but he says something that blew my mind. He said he doesn't agree with that statement. The reason why he doesn't agree with that statement is that experience is just talking about what you've gone through. Mm-hmm. but evaluated experience is the lessons you've learned from what you've gone through, okay. you know. You're not just sharing your story. Mm-hmm. You're not just telling or encouraging somebody that, oh, you had a certain challenge whilst you were in campus and this and this and that, and you, you got the uh, the expected result at the end of the day. But you are sharing something you've learned from what you've gone through. You get it. I'm yeah. not just sharing my story. Mm-hmm. I'm sharing what I learned from what I went through. Yeah. that is the evaluated experience. experience. And because of that, I know that if I'm talking to somebody... Or even if I'm opening up to somebody, I know that the person is someone that has evaluated what I've been through. You know, some, somebody like me, if you want to talk to me, I'm not going to just share my experience, but I'm going to share with you what I learned, learned from when that experience. I was going through what I was going through. Yeah. And that is the pinpoint. That is where you're going to see that turnaround. Talking to people, you're not just going to share, oh, I was on campus, I was struggling to study, and mm. then all of a studying, I started getting is, no, what practically did you do? What are the steps you took? You know, people, people want to see results, but before they see results, they must see practicality. Make it real to them. Not, not, don't let it be vague. Don't let it be ambiguous. You know, like, yeah. oh, overnight, you just woke up and then you, <laughs> had, you had A's, like yeah. five A's. No, like, what did you do? What were the steps? What are the, what are the methods? What can somebody take strength from? You get it? Yeah. And that is where somebody will be strengthened from.
0: That's very powerful. God
1: bless you. God
0: bless you too. So we are about ending, but in the next few minutes, I just want you I know as you've already done so, but like I just want you to in a few minutes advise someone out there who feels he or she is serving God with their all but still struggling with an aspect of their life, be it financial life, academic life, business life. What would you advise people who feel their spiritual life and their personal life is not adding up? Just like, advise somebody okay.
1: right now. Um, you know, <laughs> we we are mostly there as Christians. We are mostly there as Christians. We find ourselves that we are mostly involved in church activities. We are mostly, you know, going for meetings here and there, praying here and there, shabaya and all that, yeah. you know. However, we come back. Sometimes, financially, there's nothing. You know, I I remember when I was on campus, I can go and pray and chale, all the gymnastics, you know. And this kind of gymnastics has a way of opening up your stomach, you know. <laughs> so by the time you come back from prayer meeting, Pajo, now you are wondering what you're going to eat. Mm. You get it. I'm going to say that it's an experience and it's a season in life. Okay. But seasons do pass away quickly because of knowledge. Okay, like the Bible said, for the lack of knowledge, my people perish. There is a certain kind of knowledge people lack in a particular aspect of their lives, Mm. and that is what they need to find. You get it? There are people that can give you the right knowledge. Those are the people that you have to continually go to them. You get it? A certain knowledge you need about finances. You know, I was amazed. I, I read something again. It's all about knowledge. You can tailor it to knowledge. It's all about knowledge. Do you know that many people work, but they don't pay themselves? they are paid but they don't pay themselves You see, it's something that is now dawning on you Mm -hmm. you get it if you read this book the richest man in Babylon he'll tell you that many people are paid but they don't pay themselves because a lot of times we have our expenses more than what we can also use part of our money to invest and to create more sources of wealth for us Mm -hmm. so it's all tailored to knowledge okay in as much as you are a Christian you're a stout believer, you pray. You are so committed in your church. You need to have a certain kind of knowledge, certain knowledge pertaining to your finances, a certain knowledge pertaining to your academics. You need to know things. I was studying alone, and I noticed that studying alone was good, but it was not helping me because there are some things that I needed to share ideas with people. People need to tell me, "Oh, this question. How do you think we can solve it?" How, like, and that is how you get better at what you're doing. Yeah, you get it. So. You may be a student, you may be a worker, maybe financially you're not too stable. I just want to tell you, you need to find and read more about the area you are struggling, okay? The knowledge you know about that particular area can set you free. You need to know something, something about what you are doing that probably is not right, you know? There are people that raise their expenses much more than their income. By the time your salary is coming, you're actually in debt. (laughs) How can such a person be financially that's free mm-hmm. yeah like at the end of the month your expenses are more than your income you definitely be boring you get it i used yeah. to have this friend um at uh, a previous work where i worked and i was noticing that this guy <laughs> you know he used to have luxurious living mm-hmm. i was seeing him and today it's like, he's like Charlie is wearing the best of shoes and and within two months of me being at the place he started asking me for money so i was confused i was like ah <laughs> but you are living you look like you're living the best life but all of a sudden it's like you are boring boring Mm. you know and i noticed that sometimes we need to tailor it to knowledge what are your expenses? what are you doing that is not right okay find out and let the knowledge that is there help you
0: wow i think i think this has been a very very wonderful session um unfortunately that's all the time we have but i think we've we've been able to cover a lot
1: yeah, in this lot.
0: short time so god bless you pastor aaron and for god coming you and we are too. really grateful so if you have any questions you could just there'll be you know contacts left you could just dm us or email us and we'll sort you out bye <laughs> bye <Bye-bye. laughs>